Welcome and thank you for joining the Society for Clinical Research Sites for SCRS Talks. I'm Jimmy Bechtel, our Vice President of Site Engagement. SCRS Talks allows our partners and those we work closely with to take a few minutes to address issues of industry concern, share exciting achievements, and learn about our community. In this installment, we're going to have Scott Gray, the CEO of Clinciers, which is an organization that focuses on ways to bring patients to our trials, talk about some current events as it pertains to clinical trial diversity. Let's take a moment to meet our speakers. Scott, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself. Thank you, Jimmy. So glad to be with you and thank you for the opportunity to speak to this important to topic. Um, I am the president and CEO of Clincierge. We, the company itself was founded almost 28 years ago in the hospitality, corporate meetings and events management space, mostly working with pharma. So the creation of Clincierge is a hospitality-based theme of how to apply those concepts to the improvement of clinical trial performance by efficiently managing the patient experience and making sure patients are easily able to get to the research sites through the routine of a trial. Very pleased to be here. Thanks, Scott. And we're, again, excited to have you. So in January 2022, just a few months ago, the United States enacted legislation supporting our industry's ability to sponsor more diverse, equitable, and inclusive clinical trials via the Clinical Treatment Act. This law specifically aims to create equal and increased access to trials uh, for more than 76 million Americans enrolled in Medicaid specifically. Scott, you recently wrote an article, um, which is a, a kind of the basis of our discussion here, for pharmaceutical outsourcing on this topic. Can you give us a little bit more insight into this new law and how it might affect enrollment of diverse communities in our clinical trials? Yes, I'm happy to speak to this. A really great question, Jimmy, thank you. So I look at some of the statistics out there and the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center did a study last year, 2021, which identified that nearly half of all the patients enrolled in early phase clinical trials face monthly out-of-pocket costs of at least $1,000. Now, some of that could be logistical costs and, and other, but some of it could be the treatment costs that they're needing to pay for in the routine of a clinical trial. And whereas the private payor sector and insurance companies were mandated to cover clinical trial treatment costs for some aspects, such as tests and some of the routine costs. Medicaid patients were not, it was not mandated for Medicaid patients to do that. And where we see the benefit now is perhaps a significant ability to improve the diversity in clinical trials. Where we see 83% of trial participants are non-Hispanic and white, which is a greater portion than the 60% of the population, the U.S. population. And then you see the upper, unrepresented or low represented participants where 6% of trial participants are African-American, Black, whereas the population is 13.4%. 2% of trial participants, participants Hispanic or Latino compared to the 18% population of the U.S. So we're optimistic that by the program funding some of these expenses, we can increase diversity in trials. Absolutely. And the Medicare uh, 
population, is, our Medicare and Medicaid population is is not insignificant, right? And so this is a large group of individuals that uh, we hope will be able to participate in clinical trials as a result of this legislation. So that's that's fantastic. That's exactly right, Jimmy, because there's 60, excuse me, 76 million Americans enrolled in Medicaid. Absolutely. Again, a, a large a large pool of potential patients there. So, Scott, what are some of the ways the clinical research industry can overcome some of those barriers that we've talked about and, and hinted at for diverse patient populations in clinical trials? So, um, we've talked about the Medicaid patients and, and the potential that covering some of those expenses may help with recruitment and retention of patients that fall into that population. However, there's still a, a missing part that Clincierge helps to solve for. And that's the experience that the patients are going to go through, such as what other costs might they have to incur that are not covered by Medicare, Medicaid? Um, such as, do they need to fly to another city? And how does that air travel get paid for? Do they need to put themselves up in a hotel? Are there, um, meal expenses, et cetera, et cetera. And that's where we employ patient coordinators to manage the logistics of trial participation for patients and their caregivers. Um, the coordinators that we um, utilize in, as part of our service assist patients and caregivers from the start of the trial through to its completion. And what we do is prepay for those services as much as possible all along the way to do our best to eliminate any burden from the patient or the caregiver and the family. Which is a fantastic and important aspect of getting getting patients in and, and again, like we talked about, removing some of those those potential barriers for for patients. Because when we talk about diversity, right, Scott, it's not just it's not just diversity as in terms of color or, or sexual orientation necessarily. It's also equity and inclusion, right? D, E, and I, which is really what we've expanded the reach of the terminology we've been using in, in this space. And that equity has to do with the socioeconomic status of a lot of these patients and their ability to, to or not to cover those costs. And when we're looking at this specific patient population here um, who are in and tend to be in a lower socioeconomic bracket um this types of service and the capabilities and the, that that your organization provides as well as what this law is able to do for us uh, becomes critically important so uh, i I, pre I appreciate what clinciers is able to do for the community and, and how you all work to remove some of those barriers for these patients it, it, it truly is fantastic Yes, that's a good summary, Jimmy. Um, the the whole intent of our services is to level the, you know, we use the term level the playing field to make it equitable and inclusive for any type of patient population to have access to clinical treatments, to clinical trials rather, and for many of them, especially in the rare disease space, the trial is the only course of treatment available for them. It's the only thing that they can look toward perhaps for some life altering or life life changing, uh, life saving uh, type of treatment. 
That's exactly right. And it's a, it's a powerful message as well for our sponsor and CRO listeners uh, and something for them to think about when it comes to what they can do to enable what they put their money where their mouth is really uh, and enable diverse, equitable and inclusive enrollment into their clinical trials. So that, yeah, that and, is, it, and, it's a great point. And some of, and some of the Z states create significant obstacles for patients' ability to get to a research site, whether geographic, whether it's linguistic, and this is all, all beyond the financial aspect of it, geographic, linguistic, even, even social support services of setting up home in a different location so a, a child in the family can participate in a trial. That's where we can, we can help. And many sites or CROs don't have the ability to manage these aspects along with monitoring the, the medical aspects of, of the trial itself or conducting the trial within a site. That's exactly right. A lot of sites and, and as you said, even the CROs don't have the resources and the time and the energy to put into uh, to making this happen for them. So uh, crit again, critically important. So speaking to that a little bit more, Scott, and expanding on, on that point, what importance does Clinciers place on partnering with diverse suppliers uh, and how can the industry really help by following suit? Oh, that's a great question, Jimmy. So, well, let's start where, where I am. Clinciers itself is a diverse supplier. We were recently recertified as an LGBT business enterprise by the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce here in the United States. And the NGLCC grants certified LGBT business enterprise designations to business, businesses that are majority owned by LGBT individuals. Um, and they have a great supplier initiative that helps connect us with major corporations who are seeking services in many different aspects, including what we provide in the clinical trial space. Um, with that said, another from, from within Clincierge and looking outward toward our vendor base, um, we, we're looking at how, how we expand and measure our ESG program, which is huge now in, in business. So ESG standing for environmental, social, and governance. And in the governance category, one looks at the procurement practices and, and other topics in there are ethics, um, diversity. So we look at um, we'll, we're, me we're measuring currently or assessing currently the vendors we have in our portfolio of service providers and assessing their diversity status as well to understand what our, let's say, our ESG score is. Many companies are doing this now. I know I saw a recent publication from a major pharmaceutical where they're, they're promoting their progress in ESG um, scoring and how well they're doing in, in the progress of the different categories. So I would encourage companies to, to do the same type of work in assessing their, the vendors that they use. Absolutely, right? Take a look from a DE and I lens, as you mentioned, into the companies that you're working with uh, to make sure that they are 
supportive of the DE&I message in whatever way, shape or form, and that they've taken steps um, to do so, uh, you know, just like concierge, uh, who very clearly is one of those diverse suppliers. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, as we begin to close here, Scott, you know, SCRS is extremely excited to host our very first diversity focused summit down in Austin in, in May. But what is Clincierge doing specifically to celebrate diversity month? So it, within Clincierge, there is a DEI committee and the DEI committee organizes events, uh, speaking engagements for all employees to come together. We're celebrating diversity month, excuse me, with an employee coffee talk, which will feature a guest speaker, Dr. Erica Patterson, who is the director of contract management and supplier diversity at Philadelphia Gasworks. Um, I invited her because she sits on a the board of a nonprofit in Philadelphia that supports homeless and um, gay and lesbian children, uh, homeless children and families in, in the Philadelphia, uh, Delaware Valley area. So what we'll do during the coffee talk is share resources about diversity and fostering a sense of community with our employees. Um, we'll post content on our website and social media throughout the month. So a lot of it is providing educational resource, resources, having open conversations and um, pushing forward with the the aspects of how to improve diversity across all aspects of the world that we touch. That's excellent, Scott, and exciting, I think, for, for you guys as well as the communities that you're bringing awareness to. So I, I think that's a fantastic way to begin to close our wonderful discussion here um, as we gain some insights into this new law and some of the barriers that we're trying to overcome in diversity. So I, I truly appreciate your, your time here with us. For those of you listening, make sure that you register for our upcoming webinars, our upcoming diversity summit, and tune into those other discussions by visiting our learning campus, as well as our other publications for members in the publications section of our website, myscrs.org. We appreciate your participation in today's program and look forward to having you join us for more great content coming up very soon. Thanks for listening. And Scott, thank you for being here with us today. Jimmy, thank you for the honor of uh, having a conversation with you.